Hello, on-demand audio passengers. This is your captain speaking. We'd like to welcome you to Season 7 of the AJ Presents The Greater Good Podcast. On this trip, as always, AJ will provide you his unquestioned wisdom in all things food, pop culture, and nostalgia. Please note, all turbulence this season will come from his rather treacherous co-host, Gentle Ben, by way of skullduggery. Please lock your tray in the upright position after you've written those iTunes reviews and prepare for takeoff. Because everyone gets an opinion, AJ's is just the only one that's right. I'm a traveling man, but I'm mighty stationary for this topic. There comes a time where we can't rely on what's been done in pre-production and we got to jump in and do something organic. We've got to do something in the moment. We have to address certain things. If any two people are qualified to discuss what is ultimately right or ultimately wrong in all things food, pop culture, and nostalgia, it's the both of us, and specifically me, because Ben is contractually obligated to concede that I am correct. Speaking of knives and anuses and any appropriate condiments that said knife may be garnished with, knife in my anus, tell the world of on-demand audio, season seven style, how the fuck you're doing. Season seven style. I'm doing pretty fucking great. There he is, the most projecting man to ever project. But this season, I do a lot of traveling, but I sat my ass home to address something that caught the internet ablaze. I think we can all agree, for those of you who subscribe to the AJ Presents the Greater Good social medias, all major social media platforms. If you haven't subscribed, subscribe or we're going to key your car, much like those uh, iTunes reviews. But I digress. Catch up. What? Doesn't it belong on? Everybody's got an opinion. Everybody's got a position. Everyone's got a stance. I don't feel that ketchup is necessarily mandatory on certain things, but to say it has no place on on uh, palate and culinary institutions of our everyday al- everyday lives, little ridiculous. Some of you have taken some positions that are that have you jumping out out the window, as the kids say. Out the window. Out the window. Uh, what's That's a thing? Are the kids saying that? Yeah. Now? What's the term? Cap is the kids say. Oh, no cap. Yeah. Some of you are quote unquote capping in regards to your positions on ketchup or their uh, lack thereof on certain institutions. So Benjamin, we're going to discuss the ketchup big four, and if it's a ketchup do or a ketchup don't, and the big four as far as the world of ketchup goes: tenders, eggs, hot dog and meatloaf, I feel like are the foremost outside of fries. We're not going to discuss fries. That's a side. Uh, Yeah. I think think all potato product should be put to the side. Like, nope, we're not talking fries, tots, nothing of that ilk. Yes. Need be brought up. Yes. We're talking your proteins here. We're going to leave the carbohydrates to the side. We're talking proteins. Yeah. Because I mean, I understand if you want to dip your potatoes in something else, if it's like an option. But I mean, if you're just going to like raw dog them dry. Quote raw dog them. No condiment lube. Yeah, I'm just saying like, no. Yeah. So, we're, yeah, we're going to discuss 
Well, we are, we're going to discuss most, most specifically because we've already done a potato-based episode because steak fries are superior to all forms of other uh, fried side options. So we're going to jump in with the first one, Ben. Chicken tenders or tendies, depending on who you ask. And I'd like to kick this off sharing a quote from the Facebook thread that helps set the internet ablaze from a Mr. Logan Quindell. Some of you know him as the ring assassin of AML. I digress, but Logan Quindell... Professional wrestler extraordinaire chimed in to the Facebook post and said, quote, ketchup is suitable for chicken tenders unless barbecue sauce is an option. If that's the case, then it's always barbecue sauce. That is a particularly aggressive stance to take to make barbecue sauce the lead condiment for tenders. Is that cat Ben? How do you feel before we address ketchup? making barbecue sauce the mandatory go-to condiment of tenders, I feel is particularly aggressive. Calm down! I'm going to have to agree. Uh, look, would I prefer barbecue sauce over ketchup? Yes. Is, bar- is, is barbecue sauce the king? The lead dog. To- Top yeah, dog. Is, is it the king of the tendy, though? That's a bold statement, Logan Quindell. Yeah, because, I mean, dare I say honey mustard? If we're talking about who the lead dog is in house tenders, like, how do I put this? First of all, it's bold in itself. There's a, there's a, there's a wide variety of accessories. It's, to make, to make barbecue sauce the lead dog is like saying anal is mandatory. Like, the, what makes your birthday special if that's the case? It needs to be a suitable, versatile, <laughs> a suitable, versatile side item that is utilized in a medley of sauces to go mandatory. That's wild. No love for honey mustard. I'll go as far as to say honey mustard can stake its claim for mandatory. Honey mustard is the hand stuff on the Uber slash cab ride back from the bar. Yeah, and also just throwing it out there because, and AJ, I think you'll agree we're both we're both spicy boys. Y- yeah, yeah. Dare I say, I would put a buffalo sauce before barbecue. I know that's crazy, but... Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if if any two boys are a couple of sweet boys, it's us when it comes to the barbecue sauce. Uh, The the spicy, spicy boys. Yeah, spice boys, but barbecue sauce, there's a sweet factor. Why do you think people like barbecue sauce so much? What separates barbecue sauce from fucking ketchup other than fucking sugar? That's really mainly the difference. Now let's stir in that exact same serving of brown sugar and molasses. Yeah. Look, like I said, we're a couple of sweet boys. We This is not barbecue sauce hate. Not at no, all. Not at all. Shout out it's, Juice Robinson. Couple of yeah. sweet boys over here. Th- that's uh, And if it is barbecue sauce, again, because we're also some spicy boys, Barbalo. First of all, first of all, don't hate where your head's at. If you, if those of you out there in the world of on-demand audio for the last seven seasons, if you don't heed any of our words, and the, <laughs> which reminds me, reminds me to tell a joke, uh, Family Guy, Family Guy style. After this, if you don't heed our words, and you never had bar below the mixture of barbecue sauce and buffalo sauce, it'll rock your shit. Also, don't hate Buffyaki thoughts. <laughs> 
That actually sounds incredible. I sh- I saw Ben's mind get blown. <laughs> Those of you who are ta- partaking in the audio version who can't see the visual, Ben's mind was blown when the words Buffyaki left my mouth. Yeah, because honestly, all I thought about, I, that sounds so good if it was shrimp tacos. Bu- Buffyaki on the wings? Are we a couple of savory boys? We're sweet oh, that boys. Sound, that sounds good. We're sweet boys. We're spicy boys. We're even zesty boys. Are we a Dare cu- I say. Are we a couple of zesty boys? I'm sorry, are we a couple of savory boys? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Buffyaki <laughs> is one of my go-to moves in the in the dive bar wing situation. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I'm pretty, I'm at a... East Coast Wings, they call it the... Uh, mm, tell it. Oh, damn, what do they call it? Is it Zing Zang? And it's like Korean and uh, Sriracha? Korean barbecue sauce and Sriracha? Sweet Boy Special? Woo! Couple of Sweet Boys. All right. So... Oh, but, oh wait, back to the tenders though with ketchup. If yes. there's nothing else, there, there's nothing wrong with ketchup. If, if I have to rely on one of the sauces in the tender slash nugget based f- field to never let me down, I will be in the mood for it 100% of the time. I will never feel like I missed out. I never felt deficient in the sauce category. If I got to hitch my wagon to just one, and when you can't just name it in a dream world where it's an unlimited variety of sauces at your availability and your beck and call. Right. You will always, regardless of your location of tenders and nuggets, ketchup will always be available to you. And that has to be factored in in your sauce preference. Yeah, because, again, to to say raw dogging, you're not just going to eat a chicken tender dry. No. Like, if ketchup is your only option, you're doing it. Yeah, I don't care where you are. You have searched that refrigerator high and low to really assess your sauce situation before making that jump. Right. I'm going to have to say, yes, I would prefer barbecue over ketchup. But let's say you're at a place where barbecue is not an option. Let me, dare I say this, there are, it might be one in a zillion. There's sometimes where you're just not in, you could do without the barbecue. The ketchup is always going to hit the spot for tender slash nuggets. I think, that, I think it's a bold statement, but it's true. Yeah, it'll still be better than dry tender. Hundred percent. There are sometimes barbecue sauce for tenders. It's rare, but every now and again, it's a bit much. I want to keep it basic. Yeah, I'm gonna have to agree. All right, so we're boy, we're both house ketchup when it comes to the tendies. Yeah, that's fine. I think I think ketchup on the tendies is a, that's a green light. Yeah, Logan Quindell, much love. Big fan of you, your family, your great people. You can eat shit in the tender game, and I say that with respect and love. But still, doubling down, eat shit and drench it in ketchup first. Boom. Moving on, that might have been our most concise take. Yeah, that was that was that was aggressive. Yeah, it was. <laughs> dare, dare I say sweet and spicy? Because we are a couple of sweet boys. Yeah, and savory. Yeah, we're also spicy boys. Yeah, we're yeah, God, we're some boys. Yeah, zesty too. All right. <laughs> Much like our Christmas episode, there's a certain Batman-based villain who, out of nowhere, laid an egg, and no one in Gotham City or the entire DC story arc even raised an eyebrow and we're talking scrambled eggs and Ben, if you go back and listen to our Christmas episode and you guys will realize that we really fucked up that old nursery rhyme sing songy thing. Joker doesn't lay an egg. Robin's the one that lays an egg. Um, also (laughs) your lovely wife. Yes. Yes. uh, Charming lady. Messaged me after she listened to the episode, I guess to, and she sent me, 
the entire, like, all the lyrics to that nursery rhyme or song or whatever it may be. The Drake remix? It is outlandish. (laughs) Does it, quote, slap? It's something. (laughs) I just can't believe it's it's so much more than we were ever taught. Indeed. But we're going to get to the scrambled eggs. Now, here's the one that really got this party started. Growing up in my house, ketchup on eggs, I thought that was the most standard issue move. Like this wasn't this wasn't to get a rise out of people. This wasn't to rile people up. When I found out people didn't eat ketchup on their eggs, I was genuinely shocked. Like that wasn't a shock value. I'm gonna really troll people. Not at all. I was under the assumption that ketchup on eggs was a standard issue of maneuver as they came. I'm gonna have to disagree on this one. Uh, but like you said that. Growing up in your house, ketchup was like a staple on the eggs. And we, were not, and we were not ketchup-crazed people by any stretch of the imagination. No, and, and I don't picture it that way. I, I, I pictured you guys, like your dad probably did it in front of you, and you were like, you know what? Dad's throwing ketchup on the eggs. We should probably throw ketchup on our eggs at least to try it. And it ended up being fine. Throw some Hines so on that. Standard. Throw some Hines on that bitch. Right. But in my house, it was... You say salsa, I'm coming through the screen, and I'm swinging. No, Tabasco. Look, let's get something straight. I'm going to address the salsa people directly, uh, Mrs. Brittany Hashan and Mr. Dylan Moses. I love you two both dearly, but salsa on eggs is a lower back tattoo level cry for attention. Uh, yeah, unless it's in a breakfast burrito, fuck yourself. Yeah, that guys, guys, I get it. We all like what we like. That is, come on, come on, salsa on eggs. That's the old, like, that's the old telling your parents you're going to move out the second you turn 18 level cry for attention. Like, yeah, and, and, and I can sound like a hypocrite with what I'm about to say here. The hippiest critter. So, of all of them. I'm saying someone could call me out that Tabasco is really, really thin. Like, but the thing is, Tabasco, you don't need a shitload of it to make your eggs good. To put salsa on eggs, like, I'm not kidding. Unless I'm eating the wrong salsa, I feel like salsa is, like, just 30% water. Like, 100%. 100%. Yeah, I'm a big, I think the thing I like about ketchup is like the consistency eggs. Scrambled eggs when done properly are a very light, fluffy thing. And I think I like the dense consistency that ketchup brings. I'm a hot sauce whore. I'll be the first to tell you. I get around town with hot sauce like you wouldn't believe. I check my morals at the door. I don't use protection. Me and hot sauce have a dirty, dirty time because I'm a spicy boy. Yeah, just to back him up on that, when we go to Firehouse Subs together, AJ looks for the 10. Oh, yeah. On oh the yeah. Hot scale. I need like AJ. AJ will be walking out the door sweating. I need a good, I need a good lather after a casual lunch. I yeah. need I need to wipe down the back of my neck in the men's room with some makeshift and a makeshift paper towel situation with toilet paper. Yeah, he walks in with a with a small towel around his neck. I need to exfoliate via my meal. <laughs> <laughs> so with with all that said, the chunkiness of the salsa, I ugh, that's. That's disturbing to me. It's just too thick on eggs. What are you guys doing? Well, and I'm thinking about like the texture of an egg and then you mix it in with like that weird tomato squish. Yeah. There's just a chunk of tomato and a bite of eggs, guys. Come on. And it's a 
squish. Like, I don't know how to describe the texture between my teeth when I think about going through a tomato and egg at the same time. Yeah, salsa on eggs, I would imagine that crowd is the same crowd who dips the fries into the Frosty. I, I can't judge that. I do that. I, I knew it. I fucking knew it. The second, <laughs> I, I do that. I can't say shit about The that. second that came out of my mouth, I just saw it on your face like, oh, God, Ben's one of those people. Yeah, oh, hell yeah. Dipping but French it's fries. Like one or, it's, it's only for like one or two of them. But no, also, I'm, I'm talking to people who make the purchase for the sole purpose of oh, dipping no, fries no. in the Frosty. Shout out Robbie Bear. I watched, I once watched former best friend and, and all around good guy Robbie Bear, neighbor of my dear friend Brandon Cole Frisbee, supporter of the show, uh, published author. We've we showed him some love in previous episodes. He loves a good Arizona iced tea. Hell yeah. I used to watch him get super ham skied at the local drinking hole, purchase not one, but two triple classics and dip the entirety of both triple classics in an extra large Frosty. Stop. I, I look stop you know look. where ketchup doesn't belong ice cream <laughs> what the fuck I'm, I'm so i'm angry right now listen to you me if those those i'm sorry both of you the people at home and ben uh. both listen to me if you're being repulsed by that but you're trying to posit to me salsa on fucking eggs eat shit much like logan quindell in his tenders in his position on tenders uh. and barbecue sauce I am just thinking about watching someone dip a fucking hamburger into a Frosty. You, I'm upset. Wa- watched it. Watched it. I also watched him over the course of six months put on weight supermarket sweep style. Just like it's... Yeah, you don't fucking say. <laughs> yeah. Strangely enough, a 4,000 calorie bomb at three o'clock in the morning after drinking 25 beers, not the best for the old metabolism. Strangely enough. Be- because it would probably be frowned upon. I would love to watch the TV show Biggest Gainer. Uh, (laughs) Just just the complete opposite. Just like, in six months, how much weight can this one person get? Jesus, Ben. (laughs) While they're they're dipping their triple classics into an XL Frosty. That might be the most morbid TV pitch I've ever heard. The Biggest Gainer? Like, and, and the season finale for season three of The Biggest Gainer, Gout. <laughs> Diabetes. Oh, it's just like the season finale is a very somber doctor visit. Like oh, the, the other episodes are like lighthearted, like watching him just like dip Taco Bell and fucking queso and all this other, like putting peanut butter between chips. The hoys are all having a good laugh. We're having a good time. He's really throwing it on. And just like a really somber shot in the season finale of him at the doctor with some sad piano or the bed of so- sad piano music in the background. Oh God. Yeah. Shout out Robbie bear. Hopefully he stopped doing that. Yeah. Hopefully he's alive. Yeah, and uh, I'm assuming Jesus. he and other, I'm assuming he and others have eradicated their teeth doing things like that. So as we depart uh, our position on eggs, I want to send love to Brittany Hashan and Dylan Moses. I love you two dearly. You're dear close friends of mine, and I'm here if you ever need anything in life. But if you ever place salsa on eggs in my presence, I'm flipping over the table and storming out of the room. Oh yeah, and I, and I think the stance on ketchup on eggs there was it's. It's fine. It's not my thing in particular, but I'm not going to judge someone that does it. So overall, ketchup on eggs, I think it's fine. So you're a do. Ketchup on eggs is a do for you. As you know, ketchup on eggs is a do for me. Like, I'd rather do hot sauce, but I mean, I wouldn't do ketchup personally, but like, you know what? It's fine. 
Yeah, I'm to not take a to, my nose at it. It, it, once again, just because I'm pro ketchup, to take a hard stance and say ketchup does not belong on these things is crazy, guys. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. All right. So as I was saying, all this horrible, horrible ketchup-based caloric bomb uh, scenarios we've laid out, they're probably not doing wonders for your TV. So let's hear a word from our sponsor. Oh my God! All these cancellations and delays. Thank God I'm booked on AJ Presents The Greater Good Season 7 Airlines, but I don't seem to have a seat number. Oh, there's the customer service desk. Welcome to Greater Good Airlines Customer Service. How can I help you? Ah, uh, yes, I'm booked on this flight, but I don't seem to have a seat number. Oh, yes, sir. That's absolutely because of your horrendous yuck mouth. Excuse me? Ooh. That's correct, sir. Those homemade gold teeth of yours are a total disgrace, and AJ would never allow those butter chiclets onto one of his planes. But, but I don't think you realize this. I'm actually AJ of AJ Presents the Greater Good. You? <laughs> yeah, right. This podcast and season is sponsored by Brighton Smile, and everyone listening can use the promo code GREATERGOODSMILE to receive an additional 25% off their order. That promo code can help them, and specifically you, brighten those caution light looking smiles of yours. Yeah, I know. This is my show. That's actually my promo code. I'm starting to think this isn't even about my teeth at all. You'll have to take it up with my supervisor. Ah, there he is right now. I'll have him come over and take it from here. Uh, yes. Hello, sir. My name is Gentle Ben. Uh, how can I help? Oh, it's you. Excuse me. Do not let this jackass on the plane. And we're back. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take this thing home. And I can't take it home without showing some love to two very dear people of mine, strong residents of the state of South Carolina for a lot of reasons. I want to give a shout out to my main man, Cy Wainwright, who pointed out okay. in, who pointed out in my ignorance of discussing ketchup do's and don'ts hard passes this this that and the other in the in the culinary world how did we not bring up meatloaf to start meatloaf is an institution in my home and i would like to read an excerpt also from another south carolinian by way of birth uh si is not a south carolinian by way of birth but residency mr dustin ryan crowley former show guest writes quote ketchup on meatloaf is omega level. There is no room for discussion on that topic. I would request a refund from a five-star Michelin chef if he did not add ketchup to meatloaf. I would then request his stars be removed by punishment. End quote. I agree. 100%. 100%. If, if, if I don't see a nice caramelized fucking crusty ketchup mm. on the top of the meatloaf. Tell it, Ben. You did it wrong. Tell it. This is one of the few times you don't make me sick to my stomach. It, like, it makes it so much better mm -hmm. when you get that crusty top with mm -hmm. that ketchup on mm -hmm. it. And Ke honestly, a little bit of extra ketchup on the plate so you can run it through. I, I have made it clear. I am not ketchup crazy like the average person. However, the meatloaf is the only vehicle where you can really get stupid with the ketchup when I got no complaints. You have to. Like, you can borderline overdo it with the ketchup. Like I said, there's got to be extra on the plate for when you cut it. There's going to, just the top has the ketchup on it. 
No, you want all of it to experience a little bit of ketchup. The same way you want a nice decadent cake to have hella icing, I need ketchup treated the same way on meatloaf. One, yes, yes, yes. Every yes. bite, yeah, every single bite needs to be a tsunami of ketchup. This is one of those times that I will defend ketchup, ketchup anarchists. Go overboard when it comes to the loaf. I agree. Now, there are people who are essentially Heath Ledger throwing the cigar into the gasoline-soaked cash who will, who will look me in the windows of my soul and tell me that gravy belongs on meatloaf. Okay, unless they're Swedish and working at Ikea, get out. We are Swedish. We are so cool with our baguettes and our Eiffel Tower. Dude, Sweden's not France. You know that, right? Oh, it's France. <laughs> To serve me a gravied meatloaf will only warrant me to serve you these hands. And I will give you several helpings, some for dessert. These hands will be served for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Buffet style. Like you can, <laughs> frankly, this is, yeah, this is not a Brazilian steakhouse. I don't care if you turn the chip over and say no more, no mas. These hands will keep keep a flowing like the ketchup as applied to meatloaf or at least how it should be applied gravy on meatloaf is a fucking abomination and you have yeah you're going to be remembered on the wrong side of history to even openly declare that yeah go fuck yourself yeah gravy on meatloaf not okay no. not okay frankly <sighs> frankly disturbing i in my head too when i hear meatloaf like cuz even thinking about ordering it at restaurants like no, it, it's got the glaze on the top portion that you can clearly tell. It's ketchup. Hundred. The way you apply syrup to pancakes is how you need to apply the ketchup to a good meatloaf. Oh, yeah, baby. All right. So, Ben, I think it's safe to say your position on the loaf. Ketchup. Hundred. Like, don't you dare serve me a meatloaf without ketchup. No, and, and yeah, this, because I'm not a ketchup guy. Me neither. Like, I'm really not. But meatloaf? Ketchup. If you serve a dry loaf to me, I understand that's your position. I prefer the glaze. Please understand, I'm going to need a fresh bottle of ketchup before I make my plate. I mean, oh, like, I was... like biting the pull tab off the top of the cap ketchup. It's coming straight out of the pantry. I was just about to pose the same thing when you said, if it's dry. Even if it's dry... Ketchup will fix it. Hundred percent. It could always be wetter. A wise man once said. You're goddamn right. Yeah, like, and frankly, I said pull the ketchup out of the pantry. No, 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 no. I need a piping hot meatloaf with a chilled ketchup. Oh. Okay, so I'm I'm glad that you mentioned that. Have you ever met those weirdos that keep ketchup at room temperature? <sighs> we were a ketchup in the refrigerator house. Oh fuck yeah. Like I've never understood that. Like I've I've been in the oh. house with the, with the condiments are sitting on the counter like. I get that it's okay. The only way I want hot ketchup on the meatloaf is it was cooked on top of the loaf. Exactly. But, but like, I've been to people's houses where they keep, like, a room temperature ketchup for, like, hamburgers and hot dogs. And the state should have taken their children away from them. Go on. God. Horrible. Horrible. Disgusting. All right. Well, now that we've discussed every, the people who are making everything wrong with this country, room, room temperature condiment people, we're going to finish strong. It's time to talk glizzies, as the kids say. Where did that come from? I have no idea because I'm too old and unhip to know. Yeah, I have no fucking clue where glizzy came from. 
That's what the kids call it, and we're hip, damn it. You're, yeah, yeah, we are. Yeah, just a couple of sweet boys. Hell yeah. <laughs> couple of glizzy boys. <laughs> I can fucking crush me a hot dog, boy. Uh, we, we, we have, ironically, the NFL playoffs are on, and Ben, seemingly every first round of the playoffs, says something that just really sticks with the urban portion of me, and quote, I can crush me a hot dog, boy. <laughs> oh, I can too. <laughs> ironically, Jesus Ben. Christ. The first round of the playoffs kick off today and you've done it again. Much, Bullshit. Much like a certain fried chicken incident that broke out a few years ago when ironically we were talking dipping sauces that day as well. The chicken. <laughs> I could not believe it. Could not believe that shit. This man was absolutely right. I said, how did he know? We were hot mustard for the win. <laughs> Crush me a hot dog, boy. I don't know where that came from. Let's get down to business. First and foremost, if you put pickles or fucking relish on your hot dog, don't fucking tell me what does and doesn't go on a hot dog. Yep, I agree. Get the fuck out of here. Like, relish is disgusting. Okay. So, growing up in our house, we had two separate relishes, too, because they were dill relish people oh. and sweet relish people and if you're making first of all a sweet pickle is the worst fucking thing in the world those two things only need to come into play if you're making an egg salad or a tuna salad or a chicken salad of some sort outside of that get the fuck out of here you could not be more right <laughs> oh my god like they do not belong in anything that i will be consuming whatsoever I've no. given you the three acceptable. I've given you the holy trinity of relish-based salads. Live it, like it, love it, write it the fuck down. And if you disagree, ball up your fist and punch yourself in the face or I'll, before I beat you to it. Yes. Yes. Get the fuck out of here. On a hot dog? Well, my time over the summer in Chicago, a whole ass tomato. Here's my logic. You say ketchup doesn't belong on a hot dog, but you put an entire tomato slice on a hot dog. Make it make sense. A fucking salad. What the fuck? Help me understand the logic of ketchup doesn't belong on a hot dog, but a whole slice of tomato does. Guys, yeah, you understand a whole, how- slice of, a whole slice of tomato and a pickle spear. What the fuck? Like, hot dogs are on my short list of foods I never get tired of. I am always in the mood for a hot dog. There's only like three things I feel like that with. Always hey, down for glizzies. Do you consider a hot dog? I've seen this conversation somewhere else before. Do you consider it's not a, a sandwich? Dog? No, not that. Is a hot dog a meal or a snack? It's a meal. If you're doing it properly, it's a fucking meal. One hot dog. One hot dog is a tease, so that's a snack. See that? Okay, that's what I'm saying. And that was the conversation. If it's just one, it's a snack. Two hot dogs appropriately topped with a potato chip level side item it's a meal it's dinner it's dinner yeah, yeah that and with the potato chip you comboed up now if the toppings are sparse in the hot dog do the potato chips go on top of the hot dog why not this i see this isn't a move you've done yeah why not well i've done potato sticks see i learned in my broke boy before i was a spicy boy or a sweet boy or a savory boy or i was a zesty boy or a zesty boy. I was, in fact, a broke boy growing up in rural North Carolina. <laughs> and I quickly learned that you don't always have a cornucopia of hot chilies 
and uh, some piping hot chili on the stove, a fresh coleslaw, freshly diced onions. Sometimes on jump up night, you got to punks jump up to get beat down. You got to make some shit happen. If, I, I fucking I fucking love that jump up has been adopted this way. <laughs> yes, it is. And I, remind <laughs> me to put the punks jump up to get beat down. Uh, sound clip. <laughs> Uh, shout out Alvin Scales, my father. If you got some barbecue chips, you better crumble them motherfuckers up and sprinkle them over that hot dog, and they will work as a garnish that will take said broke boy hot dog to the next fucking level. Yeah, Alvin made a fucking good move there. Have you been? Have you ever done this move? No, but Father Scales is is preaching the truth. If you got some any chips, the, the sour cream and onion, the barbecue, the any kind of cheddar, crunch those bitches up. Sprinkle them over the dog, then apply your condiments. Thank me later. And guess which condiment you will apply, which is perfectly suitable? Fucking ketchup. I mean, again, not a big ketchup guy, but if you like ketchup on your dog, have ketchup on your dog. The argument is not that these things are mandatory, but to say they are shunned is insane. Can I eat it with just mustard? Sure, I'll be fine. I, like, it will not change my love for what's happening in the least bit. If ketchup is on the property, it's being applied to said dog broke boy style or otherwise. Yeah, definitely. And, and again, it comes down to one of those moments. All right, it's just a hot dog. You might make some hot dogs thinking you've got some other shit in your fridge. 100%. And, and then you go and look in your fridge. Fuck. So it's, yeah, time to broke boy freestyle. Yeah. Your options are ketchup. Or, I don't know, fucking ranch dressing or something. Okay, time out. Hold on, hold on. Hang on. Hold on. Listen, no, as a ranch no, bitch. No, I, no, no. You see, we were, we were vibing. No, 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 no. You're reaching for the ketchup. I thought you were positing to me that you could with a no. clear conscience. Okay. All right. I was about to end no. the, I was about to permanently end the show. No. <laughs> that, was, that, that was a moment of you, there, you happen to just have two condiments in the fridge. You're reaching for ketchup. 100%. There's no scenario where I'm in a third-party location where dogs are being constructed. Ketchup is on the premises and visible, ain't accessible, and I'm opting not to apply it. Yeah. But like, okay, so me, I'm not big ketchup on the hot dog guy, but I know I've got mustard, uh, probably some onions available, Oh God. a little chili. See, do you see ketchup and mustard as a dual threat if both are on the premises? See, I would prefer just mustard. Who you're that guy. Wow. Yeah, but at the same time, I'm not thumbing my nose at ketchup because ketchup is all it's still fine. My, when I re, when I have been put when I've been put on notice that dogs are being consumed, my first question internally is what is the status of ketchup and mustard as the dynamic Batman and level Batman and Robin level duo? Then based on availability, I apply as needed. No ketchup, not a deal breaker. I'm good with just the mustard dog, but if it applies, I'm running the parallel streams next to each other as the Lord intended. Okay. I completely hypothetical here. AJ, build me your perfect dog. Build me your perfect glizzy. Perfect glizzy that I'm going to put in my mouth and relish and low because I'm a sweet boy. We're going dog, ketchup, mustard, onion, slaw. That That's that's the move? That is that is a combination I am here 11 times out of 10 for. 
If there's a hot chili, hot piping hot on the stove, in that in that in the really undersized can that I believe is even Texas Pete brand. Uh, I'm, gonna, yes. I'm gonna stir it up to break up the crust on the top. <laughs> yeah, shout out Winston Salem, Texas Pete. And I'm gonna apply a little bit like chili. Chili is, a, is optional for me. I don't need it. I agree. If it's if it's been a while, I'm down. One of those, oh man, they got chili. Nice. I haven't had chili on a dog in a while. Let's do this. That is my thoughts on chili. When I when I'm being put on dog notice, when I'm asking who let the dogs out, I do not wonder what the chili situation is. It's a pleasant surprise. I then evaluate from there if it's available. Okay. Uh same thing with slaw. While I prefer slaw, I'm a big slaw guy. If it's one of those, if it's on the property, I am happy to see it, more than eager to apply it. I do not expect it to be in rotation. Okay. Uh, I've got I've got a weird one. Uh, I'm mustard, onions, and sauerkraut. Uh, okay, I'll be honest. Didn't see that. So you're a sour boy. Okay, so also I was just thinking to myself, because I'm not a big coleslaw guy, but Ooh. sauerkraut is literally just sour coleslaw. Real? I've actually never. No, that's not true. I've had. It's not true. I've had sauerkraut. I don't think I've had it on a hot dog though. But no. But I was sitting here thinking to myself, like, I'm not big on coleslaw. But then I was like, oh wait, they're both just cabbage. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're you're not wrong. Cabbage prepared differently. <laughs> you're not wrong. So Ben, we're gonna close out strong here. Is ketchup banned on the do not fly list for hot dogs? No, ketchup is perfectly fine on a hot dog. Well, that's right, folks. We wrapped up. We cut the mustard and got right down to business and talked ketchup for you. We have once again brought guidance in your poor, misguided lives. You can thank us later. Uh, this was not a pre-production episode. This was done on the fly because you people needed to hear the fucking truth. To take a hard stance and ban ketchup on all major fronts was a level of ignorance and entitlement we will not stand for in this show. The ketchup belongs on all four major fronts. You talk about not appreciating the small things. Have we been so ranched honey mustard in this current society that we thumb our nose at a classic? Is that what we're doing now? Ugh, they were talking lows and we were talking hinds. <laughs> wow. Come on, man. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I'm going to allow Benjamin to hit a walk off. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Back, 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 back. And it's gone. <laughs> Venice and Andy Pettit.